Howdy, boys and girls, and welcome back to the Carly Crappy Show. We are down to the nitty gritty. Um, we're gonna get this this show on the road. Um, we are down. We, we're we're actually we're taping this on the fourth day of Bolapalooza. Yes, the games that we've talked about. Um, yeah, because we mean, have to we have to hurry up and finish the show. I got to go watch my cheese at bowl. Right. Yes. Um, so we're gonna get this. We're gonna get this done. Uh, you'll be by the time you see this on Thursday, I, if, if everything goes well, um, you you have like an entire weekend of of, of bowl games. Um, uh, you'll get to take a, a day off and watch some NFL on Sunday, um, and then uh, my my Steeler fans. Um, maybe we can maybe maybe we can talk about what what my Steeler fans might need to happen on on Sunday. Yeah. And then then there are more bowl games. So we'll, more bowl games. Yep. This, this, so this is a, a new thing. But for um, we're we're actually going to this is the show where, where Carla and I talk about um, the semifinals, which are coming up on the 29th. That's Saturday. Um, Carla is Carla's down in Florida. She's down like in the middle of all the where all the bowl games are. And I am. Hi. So that's the reason my hair is frizzy. Um, for those of you watching on the vidcast, yeah, yeah, I don't look normal. Um, because we just spent the evening in in, in St. Augustine. It was lovely. Um, but yeah, that's what Florida humidity does my hair. But it's. I was going to say. I mean, it's 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 humid in Nashville. I've I've been to Nashville. It's humid <laughs> in Nashville, but not not like Florida humid. But not Florida humid. Yeah. Okay. No. I mean, it, it, Florida humid at least this time of year. It doesn't really feel that humid outside. Um. Mm. You just don't really even notice it. And then you get back in the car and you're like, oh, wait, I look silly. Um, and <laughs> I, I, we, we literally just got back. So, you know, okay. I didn't have time to really do anything. Okay. But it's been a lovely okay. visit in Florida. Um, nice. nice. And, and I'm going to be down there in, in a couple of days. Um, uh, we'll actually be in Florida in Naples, my sister's house, uh, for the two semifinal games. Um, also for, for Michigan and Florida, which will be fun. Uh, with the, uh, the Big Ten thing versus uh, the Gators, which is where my nephew um, now it goes to school. Mm -hmm. Um, so we'll, we'll see how that goes. That'll be, a, that'll be an interesting thing. So this, just all kinds of, uh, the amount of awesome, if you're a football fan coming up in the next week is, is, uh, just ridiculous. And then we still have the national title game to get to, which you and I will do, we'll do one more show yes, and, um, and talk about that one. Once we know who that matchup is before we get there, uh, as we do, we don't really have like a, a just one thing to talk about last weekend because you know there's there's the Heisman trophies there's off season there's uh, coaching changes um, <laughs> and then you know the, the games that have been played already um, Carla do you have a, a, a just one ish uh, kind of post regular season thing. Maybe, kind of. I mean, okay. we've been trying, I mean, and then mix in the holidays with all this and things are a little bit bonkers. And, you know, we did the Bulletpalooza show and um, a lot of the Bulletpalooza games I've been keeping track of on my handy dandy mobile device as opposed to sitting in front of a TV because we were driving. Um, and so, you know, scores and things that have kind of kept gotten my attention. Um, we talked about the Armed Forces Bowl on Bulletpalooza. Um, <laughs> Army, Army hung 70 on Houston. Um, didn't see a minute of that game, but I was watching that score going, holy cow, what's happening? There, um, we were, like we, were in gridlock, we were in gridlock on I ninety five, and and apparently the the uh, the army um, knights were were not. Um, they they obviously were scoring a lot more than we were moving on I ninety five. Um, Wake somehow beat Memphis. Uh that's a good win. I, it's a great win for Wake. I still yeah. don't understand how that happened, and I've read recaps of that game, and I, I, I don't really understand that because Memphis is the better football team there, so mm -hmm. I'm not really sure what all happened there. Um, Bahamas Bowl was silly fun. Missed yeah. the whole thing, but it, I heard that was stupid silly. Um, 
yeah, so it's been a good bowl season so far. Your Bobcats looked really good. Um, he looked, he looked awesome. That was um, uh, to, to get a shutout in that game uh, was. That's I, big. I, uh, yeah, yeah, that that was a, that was a, a fabulous effort. Great way to wrap up the year. But it's been fun. And it's going to be even more fun now that we're starting to get into some of the the more serious games. We have a few more kind of weird sponsorship, but the aforementioned Cheese It Bowl that's happening. Cheese It Bowl. Um, you know, and we had a bowl game canceled today. First time in NCAA yeah. history that we had a bowl game canceled. So yeah, it's been kind of a wacky bowl season. Which game? Which game was that? What that was the? That was it was played in the Cotton Bowl. It was the a uh, first responders bowl. First responder bowl. Do yourself a favor, um, folks. Go find the first responder bowl's Twitter account. The bowl. The bowl games account. Not one of the team accounts. Um, because whoever was running the account did this sort of play by play of what was going on in the Cotton Bowl while they were waiting to find out about, you know, what this weather going to break, what's going on, what music's being played, what are these people doing? It's really funny. So <laughs> go go back and find that because it's um, a, a tremendous social media effort. Um, obviously, I have been preoccupied um, in my postseason. I look, I, I don't want I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to spend a ton of time gloating here because my, my record of being right on my own college football show is actually pretty awful. <laughs> For um, all of us. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, you know, we were supposed to know what we sound like. We are supposed to sound like we know what we're talking about. And, and much of the time I, I certainly, I, I have no idea. Um, but I will point out that I was, I was like back in the end of November or end of October, I was right yes. about what was going to happen in Columbus mm -hmm. after the Michigan game. Um, and it's been uh, predictably interesting since then. Um, and I think, uh, the, the, I guess the, the thing is, as I look forward to the Rose Bowl, um, and I would, I, would, I would be looking forward to the Rose Bowl regardless. That is a, that is a great outcome of the season. Um, and Urban, uh, being Urban, you know, immediately, like post-game, um, as soon as we found out where we're going on the, the Sunday after mission game, it's like, we have an opportunity to go play in the Rose Bowl. And, and he's stoked about it because he has not been ever in his career. Uh -huh. um, and I think it's important uh, for Ohio State to, to, to not just win um, in, the, in the Rose Bowl, uh, but win, pardon me, to win kind of big. Uh, because, I mean, it is predictable. Um, with this, with this coaching switch, we've uh, we've already been through the the, the, the early signing period, um, and there was there was there was some uh, turnover stuff it, it, that happened in Columbus. Uh, Juan Mathis, um, I think a four-star quarterback, was committed to Ohio State. He flipped. He went to Georgia, um, which which <laughs> there's a there's a karma thing that that might happen with that. I'm not sure. I know there were a couple other commits in the 2020 class uh, who have reopened recruitment. Mm -hmm. um, I often point out that I don't have any inside information about Ohio State football, um, but in this case, I actually do because this kid was uh, is a very good friend of of one of my nephews, um, uh, St. Thomas Aquinas outside linebacker Derek Wingo. Uh, he has literally wanted to play at Ohio State for years uh, since he was a kid, and um, today he announced he committed to Penn State. And 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 my inside information, not that this is a surprise, it's because Urban's leaving. So. Um, that's a, that's a, that's a big thing. Um, a good performance in the Rose Bowl, um, granted that, you know, Urban will still get, uh, will have, still have a hand in that, but I think that can go a long way yeah. in settling things down and, and, and making people feel a little bit better about the change. There's, I mean, it, it's not going to make some people happy. Um, but, and one thing that it could do, uh, it, it could be that, um, 
uh, and this is the, the, the karma thing with Georgia, um, quarterback there, Justin Fields, is considering uh, a transfer, and Ohio State is reportedly at, the, at or near the top of his list. Mm -hmm. So uh, a solid performance there, coupled with uh, the departure, the eminent departure of, uh, of Dwayne Haskins, um, you know, that, that could open that door there. So that's... That, that's sort of what I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm enjoying yeah. the bowl season as I always do. Um, and I will enjoy the Rose Bowl uh, just uh, because, you know, on its face, it is the, it is the Rose Bowl. Uh -huh. um, but boy, that's a, uh, that, that would go a long way in sort of um, yeah. making everyone feel a little more comfortable about the, about the transition that's about to happen in Columbus. So. Yeah, it would. And, um, and also how quickly do they get on the coaching train having worked in that industry previously mm -hmm. and talked to kids that, you know, decommit when there's coaching upheavals and sometimes mm -hmm. they go, they end up going back to the school if they're, if they're happy with the way that process yeah. went and how quickly and what's the name they put in place. Um, you know, if, if Ohio state can have a, can have a new head coach, you know, in place before the end of January, I think they're going to be just fine. I think some of these kids that maybe, you know, held off on early signing mm -hmm. may may sign in the late what what's now the late signing period, which is bizarre to me because that was the <laughs> only signing period when I was working. Right. Um, I, I I don't like this early signing period. I understand why they do it. It makes sense for for every for everybody, but it just the, the timing is weird. Like nobody pays attention to it anymore um, because it happens in the middle of bowl season and the NFL playoffs and like you know before when it was signing period, there was nothing else happening. Um, so it's it's kind of weird now, but um, but when, yeah. When, when Ohio State announced the the, the, the transition and the Ryan Day is going to take over, um, they, they had a news conference where you know both both the guys were on the podium, um, and somebody asked Ryan Day about recruiting. He's like, literally, when we are done, I'm going home and getting a suitcase and getting on a plane. Right. Um, you know, so that was, and that's and that's because of. I mean, there, there would be recruiting going on, um, uh, you know, in, in early December anyway. But uh, with the, with that early signing period, it's like, boom, got to happen right now. Let's go. Yeah. So. Um, we will see how that goes uh -huh. um, once we get through the bowl season. Uh, and, 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 you know, if we're looking forward to bowl season, um, you got to be looking forward to these two games that are coming up on Saturday. We start at 4 p.m. on Saturday at the Cotton Bowl, which uh, is no longer in the Cotton Bowl. Of course, it is in Jerry World. Uh, this is the Fighting Irish of Notre Dame against Clemson. The Tigers are favored by 12 and a half points. Uh, Carla, what do you think? You know, this this is out of the two games. I think this one is is slightly more intriguing um, than than the later game. Um, uh, okay, just just a little bit. I, I okay. because and here's why: because you have a really young quarterback in Trevor Lawrence um, at Clemson, and this is obviously a huge stage. Um, and and we're going to see because once Trevor took over at quarterback, there Clemson didn't really have a lot of tests coming down the stretch. Um, you know, I mean, they, they, their margin of victory, I was, I was trying to do the math on it because college football stats does not keep track of average margin of victory, which they should, um, but they don't. So I, I wasn't up for doing a whole bunch of math tonight. Yeah, so they're, they're, they're like the whole bunch of, and it's like, uh, God, yeah. stop. I didn't feel like dealing with average margin of victory, but let's just put it this way. It's big, um, because Clemson <laughs> really hasn't had that much of a test. Um, you could say the same thing about Notre Dame to an extent. Dent, but I still feel like if you look at strength of schedule between these two teams, I still think Clemson's is stronger than Notre mm -hmm. Dame's across the board. Um, so, you know, is Trevor ready to kind of handle this this national spotlight in this way? Because let's be honest, did anybody watch the ACC title game? You, uh, you know, I mean, Trevor Lawrence has not really had a national spotlight on him yet. This will be his first time, and it's at Jerry World. Environment, stage, all of that matters to him. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and, and the team's performance. One thing we don't talk a lot about, and, and this was what got Notre Dame 
you know, going in the beginning of the year was, you know, Notre Dame's defense, right? We, we knew that Notre Dame's defense was really, really good. Mm-hmm. And when we talked back, way back in the Michigan game, we, we knew, we knew that Notre Dame, you know, was, was Notre Dame's defense, you know, going to be able to stop Michigan's offense, which was the answer was yes, because Michigan yep. at that point still didn't have an offense. Um, Michigan or um, Notre Dame has not faced an offense like Clemson's all season. No. And actually statistically, remarkably, even though we talk about Notre Dame's defense all the time, Clemson statistically has the better defense between these two teams. Okay. Clemson, Clemson is the number two scoring defense in the country. Notre Dame is number 10. Okay. So, so they both have good defenses here. Um, but Clemson's is actually better. And, and I think that's an interesting kind of wrinkle in here. Cause I think we keep talking about Ken, you know, will the Notre Dame offense slow down the Clemson offense enough or no Dame defense slow down the Clemson offense enough to be able to, you know, make this game interesting. I think the answer to that question is probably yes in the first half. Um, I just think that Notre Dame has not faced a team that is this well-rounded on both sides of the ball all mm-hmm. season. Even that mm-hmm. Michigan game, you can't even you, you can't even compare it with that just because of the fact that Michigan's offense was still kind of in disarray when they played that game. Um, Michigan defense was good, but the Michigan offense was not. So, um, you know, their, their average and Clemson's putting up more points per game, 45 points per game. Notre Dame's at 33.8. Notre Dame is flat out not going to be able to run the ball. Clemson has the number three rush defense in the country. So it's going right. to come down to the arm of, of um, Sir Book as the case may be, um, <laughs> to be able to, to be able to try to win this game for the Irish. I, Brian Kelly's going to have this team ready to play. Mm-hmm. He is. Mm-hmm. I think this game is interesting in the first half. I think Clemson does what it did all season, and that is put a huge gap in the second half. That's just what they did all season long games. You'd look at scores that, you know, I remember looking at Clemson scores at the half going, that's a little closer than it should be right. um, and, right. and doing some head yes. scratches, but they pulled away in the second half. And I think that's exactly what's going to happen in this game. I think this is a really entertaining first half. I think Clemson pulls away in the second half. Okay. Okay. Well, we're, as you, you started that and I'm thinking, Oh wow, we're, we're going to veer off into complete uh, opposite directions here, but, but actually we're not, we're, I, I think if we're looking at the outcome, that's we're, we're going to be pretty close. Um, if there's any discussion, uh, to have about who should have or should should not have been in the final four. That discussion should have focused on Notre Dame, uh, which I, I think is pretty clearly the weak link uh, of the group. But as we said all season, uh, an undefeated Notre Dame team is going to make the final four. They're going to do it every single time. If that's if that if that's if they do that, they're going to be there. Um, and it's not it, it's not necessarily the case that I'm 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 suggesting they don't they don't belong. Um, the, the defense has been very good. Uh, I, the, the the strength of schedule kind of worked out. Um, it, it looked better beginning of the season, uh, as often is often the case uh, than it mm-hmm. than it turned out to be. Um, and, and 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 you're you're absolutely correct that that Clemson, um, uh, especially once Trevor Lawrence was was uh, was uh, installed as the full time starter, um, didn't have a whole lot of tests. Um, I, I, but I think then ultimately that works out to be a good thing because Trevor Lawrence, you know, uh, get, gets a chance to be comfortable. Um, and that yeah. offense is rolling there. I mean, they're scoring over averaging over 40 points a game. So, yeah. um, take into account, obviously the, 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 level of competition, but, but yeah, that's, that's, that's nothing to, uh, nothing to sneeze at. Um, that offense improved through the season. Uh, once, once we, we, we decided that Trevor's going to be the guy, um, 
like everyone else, Notre Dame's going to have a rough time running the ball against the Tigers' front seven, which is just beastly. Yeah. Um, I, it, you, you look at like the um, uh, the rivalry game, the South Carolina game, um, and 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 the Gamecocks move the ball through the air on Clemson a little bit. So that's that's a thing to watch, maybe. And maybe that's maybe that's where um, you know you're you're suggesting that that the first half is going to be a uh, is going to be a little bit of fun. Maybe that's maybe that's where that plays in a little bit. But if that's if if that's Clemson's big weakness, I don't think it's enough to upset everything else. All the other advantages that they have. Um, to, to succinctly, uh, I, I think Clemson will end up making it clear that the Irish don't quite belong in this group. So um, Tigers, Tigers win this one and move on to the final. Uh, and then later in that evening, the Orange Bowl. Which of course is not in the Orange Bowl, which I which doesn't don't no longer exist. Um, the in Hard Rock Stadium at eight p.m. on Saturday night, Oklahoma versus Alabama. And Carly, you said the the Cotton Bowl was the more intriguing of the two, and I'm I, I will I will let you talk first, but I'm, I'm I'm I will tell you right now I disagree. I think this one is the is the more intriguing of the two. Well, and, 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 you know, I mean, you have to love having the Heisman winner and the Heisman runner up on the same field. Yeah, like that. that's fun. That's, 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 that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and, and here's the thing that, you know, we talked about, we talked about both these teams last year. Um, and, and we kind of have this, to me, I look at my notes for this game and the, the talking points are nearly identical between these two teams with a, <laughs> with, a couple, with a couple little things here. You know, Oklahoma, the big question all season has been defense. And it's still going to be the big question entering this game. Um, we know Oklahoma can put up a boatload of points, but what we don't often think about when we think about Alabama is, you know, the first thing that we think about when you say the word Alabama, the first thing you think about is defense, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And and they have, you know, the number four scoring defense in the country, and they've got a really, really great defense. What we don't often associate with Alabama, and this is what makes them so dangerous this season in particular, is the fact that they have the number two scoring offense in the country. So all of these questions that people have been saying, like, can Alabama put up points to keep up with Oklahoma if it gets into the shootout? Mm-hmm. The answer is absolutely. Um, yeah. and, and, and so I think that kind of levels the playing field for me a bit. You know, if this was the Alabama team from last year and we still had Jalen Hurts as the starter, um, they still had some offensive e. Um, I mean, they were good on offense, but they weren't what they are this year. And I really do think that makes a huge difference in this game. Alabama has not faced a, or I'm sorry, Oklahoma has not faced a defense like Alabama's all year. I went back and looked. The top ranked scoring defense in the Big 12 this year was Iowa State. You want to take any, a stab well, okay. at where, that, where they rank <laughs> nationally? Where Iowa State ranks nationally in scoring defense? Um, 35th. Okay. Okay. 35th. So. That's the that's the best scoring defense that Oklahoma has faced all season. So they just haven't faced and like I keep wanting to make this game interesting and mm-hmm. try to find something, find that wrinkle, find where, you know, and obviously, you know, having the, the Heisman winner on your team is is going to help some, but I just the, the the Alabama offense is just too good this year, and you know I went and looked like okay is Tua is some, you know is Tua good to go um, as of today, and we're recording this on the you know the December twenty sixth. Mm-hmm. Tua says he's at eighty percent, and he plans to be at one hundred percent by the time you know that by the time the coin is flipped on Saturday night. So, you know, and, and even with that, I mean, look at what Jalen Hurts did in the in the SEC title game. Sure, you know? sure. Um, I. You know, Oklahoma has the worst scoring defense in the Big 12. I just, I can't find, 
I, I really want this game to be good. And I just cannot find, of course, we said that last year when Oklahoma played Clemson and, or Oklahoma played Georgia, I'm sorry, in the Rose Bowl. And that game was stupid, silly fun. Yeah, and we could end up with a game like that. If you look mm -hmm. at these two teams on paper, you, you, you actually, there's a lot of similarities between Alabama this year and Georgia last year, mm -hmm. other than the fact that Alabama has a much better defense. Um, so could we end up in a shootout? Yeah, we could. I don't think the Alabama defense will let it. I, Alabama's going to win this game. And I really want this. I, I just hope that the game is competitive okay. to keep it entertaining because otherwise everybody's going to flip it off at halftime. Um, okay. So yeah, I, Alabama wins. Sorry. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm, um, you could be right about this and, 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 and let's, let's be honest. You're, you're probably right about this. Um, but I, but I think, um, I, 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 a large part of this depends on on how Alabama approaches this game. If if and, and I think we'll know. I think we'll like um, we'll know like by the end of the first quarter or you know halfway through the second quarter, somewhere in there, it, it's it's going to be evident how this game is going to go. Okay, if if we get to that point and Alabama has, has scored you know a couple of times, they they hold the ball, long drives, consuming the clock, um, manage to get a stop or two on Oklahoma. Right, and and you, you mentioned how good uh, Alabama's defense is. Um, I, I think if that is the case, uh, if Alabama's up fourteen nothing around, you know, early in the second quarter, game's over. Game's yeah. over. Um, however, however, if if the if the game is tight and not like like seven to seven tight, but like kind of if if we're starting the second quarter and it's seventeen fourteen, something like that. Uh -huh. Um, that's when, that's when you make more popcorn, you know, and make sure you have enough cold beer, like right here next to you, because that, that, that's going to continue. That game is going to be fun because Alabama at that point, um, it, it's actually going to be too late to, to kind of establish the, the, the thing that they should do. Um, if Oklahoma is scoring, Alabama is going to have to do the same thing and keep up. And if it was, if we're just going back and forth, um, I, I, I think Oklahoma has got as good a chance as anybody in the country. To beat Alabama in that in that sort of situation, um, and and as as people in Columbus will tell you, Alabama can lose these games once in a while. Um, I, so I, you're probably right. You're, you are you are probably right, and I am I am definitely making this pick as much with my heart as I am with my head. Um, but if we if we if we get if if this is still if, the, if both of these teams are scoring and 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 it's it's um and, and Oklahoma still in the game at halftime, I think I think they can they can win this game, and that's what I'm going to pick. What the hell? As I said, I, I was right about the really important thing this season. I, <laughs> I could be wrong about one more game. Um, so I'm yeah, I'm picking Oklahoma. Why not? Why not? Why not? Boys and girls, you can watch the Carla Grappy show for the duration of the college football season, which ain't much longer, uh, by searching Carla and Crappy show on YouTube or Facebook. If you prefer to have Carla and Crappy in your earbuds, you can find the podcast version at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and TuneIn, as well as you're in your favorite social channels where we remind you incessantly. Um, if you like the show, please rate and review. If you do not, mind your own damn business. Carla, can the Browns beat the Ravens on Sunday? I certainly hope so. That's not what I asked you. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it, 
And this the, is the Baltimore's, Baltimore's a six-point favorite. It, the, this, is, this is fun because we've got Lamar Jackson against um, – Uh-huh. Sam Brad – no. Who's your quarterback? It's not, not Sam Brad. Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. Wrong Oklahoma quarterback. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I'm tired. It's been no, a week. No, you're good. You're good. Um, I, I love the fact that we have, like, essentially two rookies going against each mm-hmm. other for a playoff uh, playoff spot on the line. Like, that, that's just stupid, silly fun. Um, I – Yes, I think the Browns can win. I do. I, 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 you know, having nearly lost to the Browns before Baker Mayfield took over, you know, the tie in week one, you know, um, the, the, they've put together a nice team. They're looking good. They've, you know, they're sitting at 500, you know. I, yes, I do. And I would, I would think even more strongly about that if, um, if this game was in Cleveland. This game was in uh, Paul yeah, Browns. If this game was in Paul Brown. I would put money on the Browns winning this game. They have been lights out at home, which yeah. is a, not a thing that I've been able to say for a very long time. Um, and I think they can. I think they can. They can. They can beat Baltimore. Um, and boy, I would enjoy my off season if if the Browns win was what got Yins's Steelers uh, into the playoffs. Um, I would enjoy that immensely. Uh, for the for the people who are listening and not watching, I am wearing a Browns jersey for for this. This edition of the Carlin Crappy Show. We well, the first time ever, I think. It's seven seasons. Uh, maybe. maybe. Well, I have, when have I had a reason to? Exactly. In, in the last seven years. Exactly. That's <laughs> what I mean. Um, so everybody, um, as we mentioned, we've got we've got national semifinal games coming up. We've just got all of the awesome bowl games coming up. We have some meaningful Cleveland NFL football coming up <laughs> this weekend. And we hope you enjoy all of it. Carla, uh, keep Florida warm for me. I'll be down there in a couple weeks, a couple days. I'll, I'll try that. We got a we got a flood of Penn State fans on their way here too, so you know it's all good. Um, because we've got a good matchup on on January first with Kentucky. Gonna that's that's going to be, be a good game. game. Circle that one. That's going to be a fun game. Um, Penn State should win that game, but man, that's going to be fun. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Um, so. Go 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 big go Penn State go Big Ten go Big Ten uh, yep. go Browns. And um, I have to say, go Browns. I can't believe I'm saying that. Go Browns. <sighs> it's been recorded. It's going to be on the internet. <laughs> it's going to be on the internet. I just said go yeah, Browns. On the internet forever. I love it. Um, guys, <laughs> thank you very much for watching. Uh, and enjoy the hell out of this week. And we will be back one more time right. to talk about the national title game. Have fun, everyone. We'll talk Cheers. to you later. Thank you.